Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker, Barty Jackdish, and Ryan Hogg with you. We are going to take things to the bigger picture now because, wow, uh, what a difference a day makes. Yeah, these central banks have been on it for about the last 24 hours. And amid this inordinate amount of central bank action, the Bank of England throws markets a curveball. Mm. Uh, tell us more, Ryan. How does all of this fit into the bigger picture? What should we be doing next to process this? That's right, guys. So a bit of a whirlwind 24 hours. You've got a BOE surprising markets of a rate hike. Norway also hiked rates. And that's all in the theme of addressing inflationary fears. Also in the mix, the ECB cutting its pandemic bond buying program, but it's pledged further stimulus. And all of this follows the tightening lead from the FOMC. To get a bigger picture, we've got Mitu Kotucha. He is the Chief Emerging Markets Asia and Europe Strategist for TD Securities. Morning, Mitu. How are you doing today? Good morning. Very well, thank you. How are you? Mitchell, glad to have you on today because we want to crack or wrap up all the action from the central banks this week. And let's start with the Bank of England first. Some market watchers were a bit surprised that they hiked rates. What's your take on this? Well, that's right. I think it was only kind of partially priced in. There is... There had been some expectation the Bank of England would be hiking in the next couple of months or so. But clearly, with the Omicron concerns really pushing through the UK significantly and worries about the growth impact and lockdowns, there was an expectation that the Bank of England would delay. However, they focused more on the macro data and inflation concerns rather than that worry about Omicron and they hike rates. And that means now that we're obviously at the beginning of a cycle of rate hikes in the Mm. UK, we're looking now for at least three rate hikes in 2022 from the Bank of England. Okay, and in terms of urgency for the US side, the FMC, we are expecting rate hikes three maybe next year. There's already the stage set for tightening. What do you make of the moves in the yield markets this week? Because they haven't really gone up as much as what some people were hoping for. That's right. I mean, look, I think with the Fed, it was not a huge surprise in a sense. We knew that there would be a hawkish shift from the Fed, but I guess they were even more hawkish than had been anticipated in now, with the dot plot from the Fed forecasting or pricing in free rate hikes next year, we've also moved our first rate hike to June next year, and obviously tapering being more aggressive. But again, look, I think the reaction in the market was largely because of the fact a lot of this was in the price, and you know it's been telegraphed pretty well from the Fed mm-hmm. in recent weeks. We've got a number of Fed speakers today. We may see more of that today, but they'll probably reinforce that message that they are becoming more and more worried about inflation. Transitory has dropped out of the picture, and it means just more tightening ahead. Yeah, Mitchell, with the three rate hikes possibly next year, what does that mean for the US dollar? Already this year, on the dollar index, it's up more than 7%. What type of strength are we looking at next year? Well, I think partly the dollar obviously benefiting from this change in rate hike expectations in recent months. But next year, probably not as bullish for the dollar. I think a lot of the upside in the dollar has been as the market has priced in hikes. But once the Fed actually starts to tighten and starts to hike rates, it's probably unlikely you're going to see much more upside for the dollar from here. Again, look, I mean, it's hard to sell a dollar with U.S., the Fed being more hawkish than other central banks. But we think that sort of gain that we saw this year is very unlikely to be repeated next year. Mm. And if we are expecting the US dollar to strengthen, can we conversely expect the emerging market currencies to be under pressure? I think with emerging markets, it really depends on the region. We do expect some pressure in some currencies in LATAM or EMEA, for instance. Asia generally is better equipped 
to withstand higher U.S. rates. External positions in the region have really improved. And so it allows central banks to perhaps stay pat a little bit longer. We do have exceptions, Korea, even Singapore and India next year, probably likely to be amongst the more hawkish. But we don't see them automatically following the Fed in terms of tightening policy next year. Mm. And also, you've got your eye on China. You've got a bit of a growth slowdown expected, property jitters there. But I think you're expecting to see some upside on the Chinese yuan in the next few months. Why is that? Well, I think the reality is that the yuan has been supported by a very strong external position. China's current account has really uh, strengthened significantly in recent months. We've seen strong FDI, foreign direct investment and portfolio flows, and that's kept the underlying support for the yuan very positive. And despite this underlying support, there have been obviously attempts by the authorities to try and prevent a one-way bet of appreciation. But the reality is I think we'll still see continued strength, at least for the next few months, before we see the trade picture start to worsen, perhaps stronger outflows, maybe more aggressive intervention to weaken the currency in the second half of next year. All right, Mito, and just to wrap things up, what's your take on inflation these days? We've heard the word transitory being retired. So are we expecting this inflationary pressures to stick around next year for at least the most part of next year? Well, I think what we will see next year is inflation actually start to come off. Even in the US, uh, we do see inflation pressures to ease as we go through next year. But the point is now that inflation has been surprising on the upside across the world, particularly in some of the major economies, and it's hard for central banks to ignore that. So they have to react sooner rather than later. But I think we're not going to see inflation being sustained at such high levels next year. All right, that is a great wrap-up from Mitu Kotichar. He is the Chief Emerging Markets Asia and Europe Strategist for TD Securities. Mitu, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.